Hey everyone, what you're about to hear is an interview with myself, Patrick Little, host of A Little History Podcast, uh, the wonderful and angelic voice that you hear asking the questions is that of my wonderful wife, Greta, making her debut for A Little History Podcast. Hope you enjoy. How did you get into podcasting? So how did I get into podcasting? Well... It's been something I've been thinking about doing for a long time. I think I've been listening to a lot of different podcasts, different genres, obviously like Joe Rogan Experience, uh, the Dan Carlin Hardcore History, uh, History of Egypt, you know, the Vassals of Kingsgrave, different formats, different, talking about different things. And I thought, well, I really got into it once the COVID shutdown happened or the lockdown happened. Um, I thought I had a lot of time on my hands and I thought, well, I might as well do something if I can't be doing my studying, if I can't be in my realm of maybe not expertise, but my realm, what I want to be talking about, I should be talking about a, start a podcast. Why not? Like, that's kind of the way I got into it. I thought, well, there's been a lot of podcasts that I've heard and listened to. And I've been like, well... I can, I can, I can really. I, I think it's a, a format for myself that I can really, you know, push what I want to push on there. So, yeah, there that is. What is it that you love about history? Well, you know, to quote almost famous, like to begin with, everything. Like for me, I'm super interested in in everything about what happened before us especially in ancient history, ancient, medieval, early modern. I think the way that people thought, the way that people re recorded things, the way that people, you know, like war for me, I'm not I'm not a person who condones war or violence, but shit, I, I, I am fascinated by war, the, the, the tactics, the people, the logistics, the weaponry, like that's just, it blows my mind. And for me... Like what I love about history is the fact that we can look back on on so many periods of, of, of human development and all that and still have a lot of conjecture. Like in the end, it's what's been what's been recorded about human history has been recorded by humans. And those humans a lot of the time are on the winnings the winning side of whatever conflict development like thing it was. So what I love about history is the fact that we can not only have a look and relook at certain events and time periods and all that, but with there's so much that we can learn about ourselves. Like there's so much about the ancients, the medievals, the early modern, the people before us that there's so many things about how they react and how they view the world that just it rings true in our modern society. I mean, as much as a lot of people would be like, mm, I don't really want to consider myself to be of the same vein as those who lived 2000 years ago like it's not that we're not that far apart genetically so it makes sense that we would think about things a whole lot differently oh sorry it would make sense that we wouldn't think about things a whole lot differently um yeah for me that's what i love about history i just love about everything that's happened before us and it can help us explain and understand more about ourselves as a as a modern society if you could what historical event would you like to see? Historical event, what would it be? That's a tough one because there's so many that would be just like <laughs> so like interesting and funny from a historical but also from a comedic point of view. Like like you'd think straight away, you'd think 
for me it's more about it's more about like reactions like you'd wonder what it would be like to be sitting like off the cuff off uh, sitting at or standing by as Alexander the Great the legendary king of Macedon dies he's on his deathbed he's passed away uh, we're not sure still we don't know whether or not he's poisoned um, alcohol poisoning or actual poisoning or whatever it was just hard life hard living whatever's happened he's passed away he's died and to be in that room and to kind of read the room a little bit to see how his then uh, companions or his successor his generals all around him going alright so now that the guy is dead he's got no heir that he has legitimately claimed because supposedly historically he's gone who should the king go who should the crown go to and he goes to the strongest which I think is probably bullshit uh, as a way to legitimise the, the, the civil wars and the, the infighting that happened after that but uh, to be in that room at the, the awkward moment of everyone being like oh we're on the same side before but uh, I guess now we're doing our own thing. Um, that would have been pretty funny. But also to be at so many different, so many different uh, events in history. I mean, to be at the Battle of, of, of Cannae, to see Hannibal, and just how he was able to lure that Roman army into their like worst defeat ever. Like, like huge. Like, there's so many different. It's like asking which. Uh, I don't know, which, which which geek do you want to go to? Which geek, which band do you want to see live? And because you've all got your favourite bands, and there's not just one band that you love. There's a ton of bands. So to see historical events, I, for me, I, I think the funny the funny things is like seeing the the human aspect to it, like the the awkward moment when, uh, like say say that that famous history uh, that famous movie Downfall to be in the bunker when Hitler finds out that or realizes after seemingly months of his generals telling him mate it's it's over we're losing we're losing we're losing and to be in the bunker when he's told like we can't hold out against this attack to be in there and watch the reaction and and, and know what's going on that'd be priceless it's stuff like that that i find really interesting who is your favorite historical figure favorite historical figure see that again again that's like asking which who's your favorite band who's your if you have more than one kid which kid do you love the most but for me um you, you can sit down i remember when i was a kid obviously you think julius caesar oh because he did all this stuff in gaul i mean he's a bit of a dick when you, when you look back on it but hey he's an accomplished dick he knows what's up uh, he knows how to do it he, he knows how to write his biographies that's for sure um uh, also, as a kid, I thought Alexander the Great. I was thought, oh wow, look at all the stuff he did. But I think, um, I think as I get older, as I as I study history more and more, like I think when you go, oh Alexander the Great, he was obviously, admittedly, pretty awesome. He was a ridiculous dude, but he had a lot going on for him. Not only his his upbringing, his teaching, and all that, but the army that was ready and the empire, the the kingdom that he took over from Philip II was the best military outfit of the age. So for me, I find Philip II one of those one of those characters who you go, well, he took a an essentially a backwater kingdom. Macedon was considered by a lot of the other Greeks to be quite savage. I think what he did with the kingdom of Macedon to make it um, 
you know, the the ruler over Greece and to be able to bestow that to Alexander. Uh, like, obviously, uh, Philip wanted to take on Persia himself. He wasn't expecting to get assass- uh, assassinated, but, um, mate, I think he's a really, he's one of those people, one of those figures that you go, mate, he was, he had a lot going on. And if he had, if he had to live longer, you know, he wasn't the nicest dude, but shit, he would have, uh, I reckon he, there would have been uh, some interesting histories written, definitely. Uh, another one would be uh, Quintus Sertorius. He's, he's got a special place in my heart. Uh, uh, Roman Republican general during the time of Marius and Sulla and those sort of like, it was like the civil war b- before, uh, what would it be, uh, Mark Antony and, and Octavian Caesar, before that happened. Um, for me, that was like, I, of Quintus Sertorius is one of those characters where you'd be like, mate, he was one of those sorts of generals that it was a little bit before his time. It was one of the greats in between other greats so um you know he famously started a uh, another well kind of like a second roman republic in spain he set up a, a, a mirror senate he did it all like and, and he even fought off the great uh, pompey magnus to an extent until he got you know assassinated by one of his people so i think for me um when it comes to historical figures, like there's so many to choose from. Like Hannibal Barker was absolute fucking legend, and to be honest, he keeps getting, um, you know, slammed by historians because he didn't write much on Rome. He like, well, could he really? Was it really a viable option? Maybe so, maybe so. But he was a genius, medical, uh, uh, military genius. You can't fault him on that at all. Um, you know, like. Yeah. <laughs> so what is your most favourite historical period? Uh, look, to be honest, it's a fairly long period. I mean, I love uh, classical and Hellenistic, uh, you know, Greece and the Middle East or you know, Near Eastern histories. I find that that's, that's probably what I've studied the most on. Um, as in classical, you're talking about up towards the, you know, uh, you know, the, 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 the Persian Wars and the famous wars between Persia and the allied city-states of Greece. Um, you've got, uh, you know, Philip II and Alexander and the rise of Macedon and their 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 conquest of of, of the of the Persian Achaemenid Empire. Um, very, very, very famous. And then also the breakdown of that empire with Alexander's death. You've got the the uh, the, the, the wars, the successes. Uh, the Diadochi, um, and then also the, you know, with that, you've got the rise of the Roman Republic um, happening over further east in Italy, and then the, their expansion, uh, you know, they, they just, uh, the destruction of the, oh, excuse me, um, the Carthaginian Empire in the, obviously, the Punic Wars, um, and then their their extension further into Greece, and their their adoption of of, of a lot of Greek uh, literature and culture into their society, and spreading that further out into the uh, into throughout the empire. So for me, it would be definitely a classical and Hellenistic periods um, in, in in Greece, early Roman, also the the Mediterranean. It's, it's a lot. There's a lot of stuff going on there that just. I find that period really rich, and the, the fact, the thing that works really well for that is there's a lot of written um, 
text from not only there's always a lot of written text from Greek Roman uh, sources but also during that period especially in the classic period a lot of a lot of accounts on the eastern sites so we're thinking so Turkey and the Near East modern day Palestine and, and, and Lebanon and stuff like that there's a lot of, res- uh, of sources from there so you can go on that you get a real uh, idea and a real feeling about the different uh, the, the feel the peoples that live there and what goes on in that time so for me definitely that sort of period is the way to go um, some honor honorary mentions there's something about the 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 crusader period the first uh, of the first crusade that really got me going I was super interested about the idea about you know western knights uh, clashing with uh the, the 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 states of, of or the various states competing states within themselves of the of the Muslim now that the new the new empire the new you know, uh, monotheistic religion it was and just the way that 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 went was so so strange but so interesting like you wouldn't have thought had had you know, Muslim forces been a unified force it, the first crusade would have fumbled there were so many things that should have made that first crusade just capitulate but they just was where they were able to make it and were able to continue and just persevere and get their their goal which was a goal that no other crusade after that were able to achieve so it's super interesting um and and periods for me like i don't, I don't know the, the the siege of malta being the what the 1500s i think it was against uh, the forces of Suleiman the Magnificent. Um, I studied that in high school and I found that period was just... That, that, that incident was amazing. It was so, super interesting. So there's many, many periods for me and I want to get into them as the series progresses uh, because it's, we're not just talking about mythology. We're not just talking about ancient history. It's all a bit... But the uh, analytical uh, uh, work of, of deciphering documents and interpretations of history so I, I want to get into all that stuff because that's what I find interesting and I feel like I can really bring that to you guys in a good light why do you think the study of history is so important I think it's one of those things that to be the most generic of things is that you know one who does not know his history is doomed to repeat it I can't remember the the writer the the, the famous philosopher who said that but it's become such common knowledge that you'd think that people would pay more attention to that sort of stuff um but it's it's history itself you you find out a lot about yourselves as a, as a society you can look back on ancient peoples now and like even in the writings the epic poetry you can find what excited people then is very similar to what excited people now and you can find really like really strong ties with that sort of those sorts of things social movements the way of thought mob mentality the the idea of a strong man a charismatic person a soul figure capturing the the hearts and minds of of the people like being able to wield it to their their will i i think the the study of history is is super important because it not only tells us about who we were as a as a species but also like it gives us a lot of flags and a lot of markers on what we, you know, what we can do as a society, as a people, and kind of it shows what we were thinking back in the day, and it helps us to understand that, you know, what we thought back in the day maybe doesn't necessarily need to be thought now. Like, 
we, we're not stuck in a single time zone. We keep evolving, we keep progressing, we keep learning. And that's what humans do. I mean, we've got to learn and we've got to change the way we think about things and the way we, we implement certain structures and that. So, yeah, I'm de- I definitely find that the study of history is super important for that reason. Easy. What do you think makes a little history podcast special? Well, when it comes to... Uh, you know mythology and ancient history and the, the discussion of that I find uh, I may not have been looking too deep maybe not but I don't feel like there's any other podcast like it I mean you find uh, there's a few uh, there's a lot of other podcasts that happen that put it out there that I do enjoy but for some of them um, a lot of them so a lot of them I have to say do sound like uh, you know history is being read out of a textbook and I find that for me, as someone who has always been super interested by history, I found that when it came to certain teachers and periods and all that, a lot of a lot of them would just ref, like refer back to the text and they read out the textbook about what it was and you know all this, and you feel like that's really that's really super boring. And unless you are really into it, you're not going to follow it. And people, the thing I find about the Little History podcast is that people who think they obviously you watch movies like Troy, you watch Clash of the Titans, you watch uh, you you know you watch um, Gladiator, you watch stuff like that. You're interested because it's of, of the high art, obviously the the violence, the the fighting, the war, the action scenes, and all that. You go, this is this is stuff I'm interested in, but. Then you go to actually, you go, this is something I want to explore. And then you go to the actual sources that are on that. A lot of podcasts, they go, oh, and then, you know, so-and-so brought their armies to here. And then this happened and this is happening. Like, oh, Snoresville, mate. I wanted, the thing that, the thing that makes, in my mind, a little history podcast special is the fact that it, it's, it doesn't feel to me like it's history being read out of a textbook. It feels like. Uh, like like I'm having a conversation with somebody at the pub or you know at a barbecue like it's a social conversation where I'm going hey did you hear about this here it is and obviously I script the episode so I want to make sure I get my my information as accurate as possible and that's where you guys come and get me in the in the comments I mean I love that I mean I I, I do not think I'm the I'm the fountain of knowledge and everything and to be honest you need to you need to so I want to have the most accurate thing going on if I can but you know um, so for me I feel like a little history podcast is one of those things that you can get history content you can get interested by it because in the end it's stories about people and about gods and often they, they mingle they blend and you can have a bit of fun with it I mean that's that's what it's all about I mean most people don't want to hear a textbook being read at them they want to have a conversation about it and have a bit of fun with it. I mean, that's, these stories are thousands of years old and the most, the most of the time. Have a bit of fun with it. That's it. So that's why, that's why I think a little history is fun. I mean, you go through so many different segues as well. Like, it's not just the story on hand. You go through, like, five-minute uh, segues where Rocky is a rapist from the old Rocky movies or... You know, uh, you talk about Peleas in his one sandal prophecy killing off all the homeless because he's got a thing against other people. He wants to get rid of his enemies. And it's, it's, it's fun. Like, you have a bit of fun with it. So 
it's not necessarily just a history lesson, but it's a conversation. It's a fun. It's a chin wag. You can have a couple of beers and listen to it, and you feel like you're part of something more than just just a history lesson. So, what's with the different sound bites during each intro? Okay, so with that, I, I it was almost a, a last like a spur of the moment thing where I thought. I'd been watching a lot of the series Fringe, uh, Joshua Jackson and that lovely girl from The Secret City, um, where at the beginning of each episode, there was a different image that, 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 sh- that flashed before the intro. And for some reason, that stuck with me. I go, I have no idea what all these images mean, but they might mean something, or they should mean something at the end of the series. And... Um, I thought it would be hilarious to um, to pop in, use that concept and pop in a random soundbite from each episode, which, spoiler alert, has no meaning at the end of this series, whenever it be. Uh, I just wanted to have every intro of, uh, of the, I wanted to have the intro of every episode relevant so that you could hear it and be like, oh, that's something different from the last thing. Even if it's just a two second soundbite. It's something that makes that episode intro unique. And uh, I started doing it. I thought, I'm, I'm going to keep doing it because it's fun. It makes me happy. And I thought, let's just do it. And it kind of showcases some of the weird shit that I've been doing with my sound uh, bites. So I thought, why not keep doing that? And why do you do sound effects in each episode? Same deal. It, it kind of happened a little bit of a spur of the moment thing uh, from the first episodes. I thought there were some things with the, 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 you know, the iconic son of a god. I thought, that sounds that sounds, uh, sounds pretty cool. I should probably do something with that. And it was just like a spur of the moment creative thing. Uh, other times, to be honest, it's, it's, it's a way to, when I, when I am telling a story, when I get caught up in the moment, I've got my script there, but, you know, some of the times I get stumped on what it is and the sound bites are a way for me to not so much you know cover up my mistake I never all I'm never about covering up mistakes I'm all about shining a light on them and making sure that the you know if if I make a mistake I'm human it happens let's shine a light on it have a bit of fun with it you see Patrick get it right like that sort of stuff you kind of you know, we don't have to be super solemn and super serious about this shit. I mean, it's a little hi- little history podcast. Let's so have a bit of fun with it. So, uh, for me, the sound bites sort of came out as a way to kind of, uh, you know, have a bit of fun with some of the dialogue, but also just you know correct some of the things that I'd said, um, and also fill in some of the questions I couldn't answer at the time. Um, and then from there, I thought let's have a little like let's play around with the voices, um, make some character development. Have a bit of fun. Like that's that's kind of it. I mean, it takes it takes extra time for the editing process, which is why I sort of push back from doing every fortnightly um, release for an episode. But to be honest, I, I really enjoy that. I think it brings something a little bit uh, different to it. And in the in the in the absolute end, that's what I like to do. I think that's part of what a little history podcast is. It's it's a bit of fun. You you never know when some random soundbite's going to come, and I think it's fun. That's kind of how it came along. So what does a little history podcast have in store for us listeners? Well, we're not sticking with mythology forever. That's for, that's for certain. Um, I, um, well, 
for me, this this series, we're in episode 20, I think it would be 23, 24 by now. I'm probably going to do a 40-episode season on a mythology apology. Um, from then, uh, with with obviously bonus episodes of, of the funny uh, movie Watch Shrews, I actually went through the, the first of... Uh, the first of a series of movie watch throughs with uh, my brother Matthew and then uh, and then Matt Jenkins, who was the the guest uh, guest on um, on the Rise of Theseus episode, episode twenty two, I think I think it was. Um, but we yeah we rewatch movies and have a few beers and do a commentary on that, which we invite you to to be a part of. It'd be super fun. Uh, so we'll be ha- having lots of fun stuff like that. But also for me, I want to get into a bit more of a. Um, a chronology of things I want to go through mythology apology was a start for me where I could tell small stories and the larger epics being you know obviously the Gilgamesh, uh, Epic of Gilgamesh and the Ramayana and, and now the Jason and the Argonauts but I want to get through into a chronological uh, chronological period of history say the 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 uh, what the rise of, of Philip and his transformation of, of, of Macedon as being a small uh, border border kingdom of Greece to be in the the leader of Greece and then you know waging war against the the the, the famous enemy of the Persians um, potentially doing the campaigns of Alexander the Great uh, even the uh, the Peloponnesian Wars there's something about the, the the wars of the Roman Republic that were just absolutely fascinating uh the punic wars obviously being those between war and uh sorry <laughs> war uh rome and carthage um there's a lot of different things i want to talk about i, I, I want to discuss even caesar is in julius caesar the, the first of the famous caesars that we know from western western culture uh his his subjugation of the the gallic people the gallic nation not really a nation um if they had been a nation, probably would have given him a run for his for his money. Um, but that sort of that sort of stuff. I want to go through the the campaigns, the lives of of of, of, of famous people in those, and also do one off episodes where we focus on the great men and women of history. Yes, there's not just men who are in this one. You got some famous um, famous female figures that held some extremely great power and influence over. The uh, the way that the I guess I guess the way that uh, empires reacted to them, and also the, the world decisions. Obviously, number one for most people would think I got Cleopatra of uh, of Egypt, the last uh, the last queen, last pharaoh of Egypt before its ultimate uh, overtaking by the Roman Roman Republic. Um, and then you've got people like Zenobia, the, the famous Palmyran queen, who overtook the uh, the the seat of her her now deceased husband uh, uh, Odenathus. Yep, uh, and then you've got the obviously uh, Bodisha or Bodica, the, uh, the the super famous warrior queen of the Iceni tribe in uh, in in Britain. So you've got a lot of uh, and so you've got a lot of smaller episodes of just sort of figures that I want to focus on because they're super interesting and. I want to talk about campaigns as well and do it in the, the famous little history podcast style. So it's, it's, but also I suppose I do want to go back. I have been promising to people I will do a, uh, a, a read through of the Odyssey and also the, the Iliad before that. Uh, you know, to be honest, I probably did the Aeneid as well. 
lots of fun. There's great Greek epics. I mean, the response from uh, the Epic of Gilgamesh and also the Ramayana has been awesome. So why not just retell the story and have a bit of fun with that? But as far as I, as far as I'm concerned, I want to take this as far as we can. I love, I love podcasting to you guys, and I love, I love the platform it gives me, and, and I love being able to do it. So, um, but for me, any any suggestions that you guys have, I'm all for it. Please send it to a little history podcast at Gmail, or hit us up on the Instagram through a DM. A little history podcast for that one. But yeah, like there's a lot of lot of stuff that we want, that we've got coming up, and I'm super happy to be a part of. So. Yep, that's, that's, there's a lot of stuff coming for a little history podcast. Fucking nailed that one. <laughs> Thanks for listening to A Little History. Uh, we're an independent podcast, so it would truly be wonderful if you could uh, like or follow us wherever you're hearing A Little History today. Uh, and feel free to leave a comment below as well. Now, if you want to get in touch, uh, have any suggestions for future episodes, or you just want to send in your love, send it to a little history podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter under A Little History Podcast. All right, we'll see you next time.